Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. Hello, hello. Today we are going to talk about moderation, and it's going to be a juicy one. (laughs) I may make some enemies with this one, and I am okay with it. We're going to talk about moderation around three things, moderation in our life, moderation around alcohol, which is probably where I might piss some of you off, so I apologize in advance, and then moderation around food. I'm going to dive right in. So in short, moderation ain't for me. I am not here for a moderate life. I do not want a moderate amount of happiness. I demand extreme joy. And I am okay with the word obsessed because I'm obsessed with a lot of things. I'm obsessed with my potential. I'm obsessed with my growth and I'm obsessed with my continuous improvement. I'm obsessed with the life that I am living and the life I am creating. And I figured out that trying to moderate ruined me. It drained me of my passion and it stripped me of everything that makes me, me. So I will never claim to have all the answers. And I am well aware that there are very few universal truths. And moderation certainly ain't one of them. But I believe strongly that for many women, women like myself, moderation is fucking us up. Before we dive in, drop the idea that moderation is universal because it's not. Moderation, like everything, contains multitudes. And depending on what we are talking about and what we are applying it to, moderation will mean and look like 100 different things. So what is moderation? It's defined by avoidance of extremes or avoidance of excess, which in theory, I guess, sounds okay, but we already covered the fact that I'm well aware that I am too much, right? And guess what? So are my people. I cannot think of a close friend or someone I respect and admire that I would call moderate. Because moderate to me is equivalent to fine. But make no mistake, (laughs) fine is often fucked, right? Because what is fine? Okay, is it average? Adequate? Are those words and qualities we are striving for? I want to be average. I want to be adequate. I'm not striving for that. Are you? I doubt it. And that's why I walked away from moderation, because in trying to moderate, I was putting myself in a cage. And after a lot of introspection, I know with 100% certainty that in almost every area of my life, moderation is not for me. So yes, moderation is absolutely avoidance of extremes. But why are extremes seen as a bad thing? Do you want to be moderately happy or do you want to be extremely happy? Do you want to be moderately in love or do you want to be head over heels? Do you want to be moderately healthy or do you want to thrive? Because you can go ahead and miss me on moderations in all forms around that. Because in many ways and with many things, I will gladly take the excess. Ladies, we have to be willing to be seen as too much. We have to be willing to demand what we want and the quantities we want it in. Moderation to me is saying we are okay staying in our smallness. It is never asking for more. Aiming for live a moderate life is aiming to live a life that is often well below your potential. Because I think avoidance of extremes is avoidance of bliss. 
And life is going to demand us to be extreme sometimes, right? It's going to shake some extremeness out of us. And that's where we get to grow. I was at a fitness conference around eight years ago when the speaker, Thomas Plummer, who's somewhat a legend in the fitness community, asked a room full of trainers and gym owners why the word obsessed has a bad reputation. And it's true. Think about that. We often use the word obsessed like it's slanderous. Oh, she's obsessed. She's obsessed with fitness. She's obsessed with crystals. She's obsessed with queen. Yeah, I am. (laughs) I'm obsessed with the moon. I'm obsessed with meditation. I'm obsessed with getting enough sleep, right? There are a lot of things that I am obsessed about. And I no longer make apologies for any of them. I'm obsessed with my husband. I'm obsessed with my children. I think they're amazing. I want to learn everything I possibly can about them. And I will never accept that I've explored every aspect of them because there will always be something around their beings that will hold my attention and make me want to learn more. I'm obsessed with fitness. It allows me to feel amazing and it changed my life. So I will always be incredibly and obsessively grateful for every single gift that fitness has given me. I am continuously amazed that even though I've been at this for well over 15 years and honestly smart about it for the last 10, I still have so much to learn and I still have so much to improve upon. And I think that is incredible. I am obsessed with every single day being able to walk into the gym and have the opportunity to get a little bit better. I will always be obsessed with that. I'm obsessed with my growth. I'm obsessed with my potential. I'm obsessed with your growth. I'm obsessed with your potential. That is why I am here right now. I think it is absolutely incredible what we as human beings can accomplish. And I understand now that in order for us to do great things, we must, we must be willing to go all in at times. And from the outside looking in, it might look a little crazy. It might look a little obsessed. But when you are in it, when you are in that flow state, when you know that what you are making and creating is important, that you are leaning into something that is going to allow you a lifetime of freedom or allow you to step into who you are meant to be, something bigger than yourself, that is not obsession. That is pure magic. Why is it a bad thing to lean heavily into anything that you love or anything that will help you step into the next version of you? At some points of our lives, we are going to need to fully commit to things for a period of time. And that's a good thing, right? That is a good thing. And in trying to moderate those things, all we're really doing is slowing ourselves down. Which is why now, if something lights me up, I go hard. (laughs) I jump all in and I make no apologies for it. Why is it that men, men can work on something for 14 hours a day and they're called dedicated, right? They are so dedicated. But we do the same thing and we're called selfish. Well, I call bullshit on that completely. I've had my computer on my lap every single day this summer. I've been working on school. I banged out 12 credits in five weeks and I'm really fucking proud of that. I finished my book and I created a program that I am extraordinarily passionate about and I have no doubt will help women feel better in their bodies. And I was obsessed with all of those things. That meant if I was home between the hours of 5 a.m. and around 3 p.m., I was working, right? I was obsessed with getting that shit done. And if I would have attempted to moderate that, if I would have attempted to moderate myself over that summer, over this summer, I would have maybe, maybe gotten six credits done. And that's about it. And that's not acceptable to me because I finally figured out that when I know where I'm going, I need to be willing to sprint there and I can rest when I'm done. And I don't say 
any of that as a brag. I say it as a permission slip. You are not selfish for investing time in you. If you have something on your chest that needs to come out, it is your responsibility to this planet and to the people around you to birth it because we need to know what you have to say. And your people, the people who are truly your people, they will get it. They will understand. And if they don't, they ain't your people. So all that to say, when it comes to life, I'm not here for moderation. And it's okay if you're not either, right? We are not all made to be moderate. Some of us are made to be extreme. I played small for 35 years. I refused to spend the next 35 years doing the same. And if that makes me look a little obsessed, then I am okay with it, right? Put me on that list. I am okay with it. Because here's the thing. When I die, my tombstone will not say she was fine. It will not say she was adequate. It will say she created a life of her dreams, right? And that's yours to claim too. If you are willing to step away from the idea that in order to fit into society or to fit into anybody's idea of perfect, you need to somehow moderate something. You don't. You can go for obsessive. You can go for extreme. It is yours there to take if you are willing to claim it. But what about drinking? Is it fine to apply moderation to drinking? Because moderation is not universal, right? So how does it apply to drinking? I could do an entire podcast around alcohol, and I'm sure at some point I will. But for now, I'm going to cut right to the point because <laughs> I certainly am going there today. <laughs> I believe drinking, especially the emergence of mommy wine culture, is really fucking up a lot of women. We are telling ourselves that it is okay to get buzzed every single night, right? Not only is it okay, we are encouraging it. We are telling people, it's fine, girl, have your white claws every single weekend because as long as you're drinking in moderation, there's no problem. As long as you're not a full-on alcoholic, you are fine. Well, you already know how I feel about the word fine, right? So is drinking in moderation okay? Is it helping you thrive? Is drinking regularly helping you elevate? Is it helping you get closer to your goals? And really, when did we start moderating a poison? Because that is what alcohol is. It is ethanol, defined as a slightly toxic chemical that is colorless and also slightly flammable. Yum. (laughs) Go ahead and get me a glass of that, right? Why don't they put that on the tumblers? Why isn't that on your mommy's timeout signs? And really, side question, what are you implying with that statement, mommy's timeout? Because to me, that says, my kids are such assholes, I need to be drunk or buzzed around them in order to deal with them for an entire weekend. Like, what the fuck? What message are we sending to ourselves? What are we doing by trying to moderate alcohol? Why are we keeping ourselves in the delusion that moderating it is somehow adding anything to our lives? So it's important for me to say I'm not 100% sober and I have never intent, I have no intention on ever becoming 100% sober. I love a good glass of red wine, but I am very clear on my relationship with alcohol now. And I know that every single time I drink, I am making a trade-off, right? When I drink, I am choosing to no longer show up and be fully present in my life. And not only that, but I know the effects of alcohol, both physically and mentally and spiritually, are going to stay with me for a couple days, which is why drinking is almost never worth it to me. For years, I learned, I tried to learn how to moderate alcohol. And after many failed nights, right, miserably failed nights, I realized that I was playing with fire because I'm a horrible moderator. 
When I like something, I go all in, which is a great quality in some areas. But with drinking, yeah, not so much, right? Which is why I rarely drink. One to five-ish times a year, it's worth it. But the other 360 days a year, it's not. And I say all this with zero judgment. But let me be clear, if it triggered you, if you found yourself rolling your eyes at something I said or getting defensive, if you found yourself becoming upset, then you needed to hear it, right? Because if you are in a place where you are truly using alcohol mindfully, then you wouldn't have felt defensive. So ask yourself, when it comes to drinking, what are you trying to moderate? What are you using drinking for that you cannot otherwise give yourself? Why do you need to be intoxicated to relax? Why do you need to be intoxicated to have a good time? Why can you only let loose or let your guard down with a drink in your hands? Why does a bad day mean that you need a drink to end it? So are you moderating alcohol or are you using it as a crutch? Because I figured out I was using it as a crutch. I was using it to numb, right? I was using it to fill voids that I was otherwise not filling. And in trying to moderate alcohol, all I was really doing is moderately tuning out from my life. And I'm not okay with that anymore. I am no longer interested in a life that I'm only moderately tuned into. I want to be extremely aware of what is happening around me and how I feel in the present moment because I know now unequivocally that the present moment, that's my power, right? That is all I have. So I challenge you to think about alcohol in a different life, in a different light. Ask yourself, is it adding to your life? It truly, ask that question, is this adding to my life? Is drinking giving me something I cannot otherwise give myself? Is it helping me grow? Is it helping me become more aligned, more aware? Is it helping me elevate in any way or is it keeping me stuck? Is using alcohol, even in a quote-unquote moderate way, adding any real value to your life? Going back to the highest self episode, I had to get really, really clear on my relationship with alcohol. And in short, I asked myself, is drinking on a regular basis, like one to two times a week, was that how I wanted to show up in my life? And it wasn't. It, it just wasn't. So I stopped trying to moderate it. And in most cases, I avoid it to the extreme end. And I am okay with that because it allows me to feel extremely clear when I wake up in the morning. It allows me to remain extremely pleasant. It allows my mood to stay extremely elevated, right? It allows me to stay extremely in control of my body, which are all things I am aiming for. I am no longer aiming to moderate being buzzed. So is moderation really helping you when it comes to alcohol? Is that okay? Is that what we are going for? Or are you aiming to thrive and is moderating alcohol keeping you stuck? Lastly, what about moderation when it comes to what is going on to our plates, when it comes to what we are putting into our bodies? We've all heard the term, everything in moderation, but is that good advice? Yeah, you, you guessed it. I don't think so. <laughs> I call bullshit on that because when we are aiming to moderate, what we are aiming to do is aiming to control. Moderation is a very diet-based term when we are applying it to nutrition, right? Because we do not use it with foods that we deem as quote-unquote good. Have you ever tried to moderate vegetables? Have you ever tried to moderate your water intake? Have you ever said, okay, can only have a moderate amount of chicken breast today? You've never done that. 
that has never once crossed your mind. When you think about moderating your food, you only think about moderating the quote-unquote bad things, the things that you have deemed off limits, the things that you have told yourself that you should not be allowed to enjoy without watching yourself like a fucking bully with a ruler ready to slap your hand when you have one bite too many, right? Moderation when it comes to your food is not helping you stay safe with your diet. It is helping you stay in some diet-based bullshit because, again, we only moderate what we deem off limits. And all that is doing is giving food power it does not deserve, which is something I already covered in episode, oh, that was the episode on self-sabotage about why do I always binge on this, right? Well, we binge because we tell ourselves that it's bad. I shouldn't be having it. That is the same thing with moderation. Oh, I'm just going to have a sliver. I'm I'm just going to have a little bite, right? It's the same thing energy and that is a bullshit energy to bring to your body because what is moderation in another way of thinking it's regulating right guys we can regulate ourselves we don't need a concept to allow us to do that we are born with the ability to regulate what we are putting into our bodies all we need to do is stay present with our food right that is all we need to do we do not need to force moderation upon ourselves when we are eating We can regulate everything fully in a way that honors us, in a way that nourishes our entire beings, in a way that will allow us to thrive if we commit to just staying present with our food, which is a totally different energy than trying to stay present while you are telling yourself, I need to moderate, I need to moderate, I need to moderate. Because what you are doing when you are in that headspace is bullying yourself. You are telling yourself you cannot be trusted. You cannot be trusted with this piece of food. You cannot be trusted with a piece of chocolate cake. You cannot be trusted with a box of Cheez-Its. I call bullshit on that. You should call bullshit on that too. You are an adult. You do not need to force moderation on yourself. Your body will regulate itself if you give it the chance to do so, right? Commit to staying present with your food. This week I asked, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about moderation or do you want to talk about dieting? Guess what? Here we are anyway because moderation, like I said, it is a diet-based concept. It is a concept that is based firmly in diet culture. Everything in moderation. That's not true because we never tell anyone to moderate their vegetables. We never tell anyone to moderate how many pieces of fruit they eat. Well, actually, that's not true. Some assholes who promote keto do, but they're idiots and you shouldn't listen to them. And again, that's a whole other podcast too. But you know what I'm saying, right? Anything that we as a society or just you personally have deemed as good and acceptable, you don't moderate. You've never aimed to moderate it. Bring that same energy to everything else. You can have a piece of cake and stay fully present with it without bullying yourself during the process, without telling yourself, no, 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 that was one bite too many. You need to moderate. You need to moderate. You don't. Let yourself regulate, right? Get yourself out of the cage of that diet-based bullshit because you can enjoy what you are eating if you allow yourself to be fully present without any negative or derogatory thoughts going on in your head telling you that what you are eating is bad or off limits. It's the same idea as like a cheat meal, right? Or or a treat. We're telling ourselves that something is something that we should not otherwise be consuming. And so we have to be, you know, we, we have to somehow earn it. And if we don't earn it, then we need to really, really strive to moderate it. And if we have three bites instead of two bites, then we are somehow bad, which is why we end up in these like binge cycles, right? For some of us, 
Moderation is really, really fucking us up with our diet. And it is just not even worth trying to do. What we should do is pay attention, which on paper may look the same, right? Pay attention. Stay present with your food. Stay present in your body. But they are completely different energies. Because when you are telling yourself, moderate, 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 you're bullying yourself. You're, you're hearing this is bad. This is bad. I'm going to gain weight. This is too many calories, too many carbs, too much sugar versus I'm going to stay present. That means you get to enjoy it, right? This tastes amazing. Oh my God, this is so delicious. This is like where you take the bites and you're like dancing with it. Holy shit, this food tastes so good. Oh my God. And you're closing your eyes and you're enjoying it. You are staying full and present in your body, which guess what happens? Eventually those bites start to not taste as good, right? That's what happens when you're really paying attention, when you are not judging what you are putting into your body. You start to realize, oh, okay, that doesn't taste as good as as the bites before it. Oh, I'm getting full. That's why. That is what you can have if you stop trying to force this asinine concept of moderation onto yourself. Remove the idea of it. You can regulate yourself without forcing yourself to do anything. So all that to say, I'm not here for moderation, right? Because I found out a few years ago that in striving for moderation, all I was doing was pushing aside my passion, right? We are putting ourselves in boxes, in cages, telling ourselves that we are not allowed to extremely enjoy things. Like, God forbid we enjoy that cake fully. Like, oh my God, the worst thing that could happen. God forbid we get really excited about something and we allow ourselves to become fully committed and dive into that process. Look, I'm here to tell you that it's okay, right? There is another way to live. And if moderation works for you, if you are someone who feels like nothing that I just said applies to you, then that's fine. Because guess what? You're the expert in you, right? That is... In be empowered by that. If you feel moderation is a concept that is working well in your life, then go for it. Live moderately. And I do not say that sounded really like slanderous or like an insult. That is not how I meant it at all. Whatever is working for you is what you should be empowered to continually try to do. This episode is not for you though, right? This episode is for the people who are like me. The people who tried to moderate their entire lives and failed miserably every single time. Guess what? Moderation is not a universal concept, which means it is not universally good for everybody. And there's another way to live. And maybe to some other people, it's going to look a little extreme, right? It's going to look a little fringe. It's going to look like it's a little too much. (laughs) God forbid, we're seeing it's too much. It's going to look a little obsessive maybe even. But that's okay. I'm okay with it. And I hope you're okay with it too. So if you are like me, failing miserably at moderation, don't even bother with it anymore. You don't need it. You can regulate yourself, right? You can regulate yourself with anything if you are just willing to pay attention. And you can be extreme. You can go all in. You can be joyful. You can take whatever you want and you can take as much of it as you want. And I am in full support of it. I cannot wait to see it. So I hope you enjoyed listening. If you did, please take a second to rate and review. And as always, I am always here for any questions, any takeaways, any feedback. You know where to find me. I will see you back next week.